You're listening to Deadbeat Daddy Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of Deadbeat Daddy Podcast. I'm your host, Needs, and today I will be kicking off our show with the topic of parenting. I figured we'd start general, go a little broad, allow ourselves to branch into other topics, and then really allow our listeners to bring back feedback on how we could possibly improve, what types of topics you guys would like to hear about, um, and anything really. Questions you might have, uh, thoughts you might have, and just kind of general wonderings. So to kick off the episode on parenting, I wanted to start by talking about some personal experiences. Uh, To give background, the reason I started this podcast is actually because I'm a stepmom. And I'm a stepmom who's been dealing with the worst situations that a parent could ever think of, especially from a step-parenting standpoint. I'm in a wonderful, committed relationship with my fiancé who has a son from a prior relationship, uh, which makes me a stepmom to my soon-to-be stepson. And so I've been in this child's life since we can basically say birth because I was around since one. And I have been through the ups and the downs and the bads and the goods and the bruises and the bumps and the hurts and then the happy moments and the sweet moments. And so when I say I've been dealing with the worst situations that a parent could ever think of, I mean, we've been going through some emotional turmoil, which led to starting this podcast. Um, I didn't have an outlet. I didn't have... A way to be heard. I felt like I didn't have a voice in the situation and so many times step parents are just overlooked and so I really wanted to be able to provide a safe space for step parents and for dads primarily who deal with sometimes the short end of the stick and no one notices or even if people do notice they let it fall by the wayside just because they don't seem to care as much or it's that blind faith that people have that moms are the end-all be-all for a child when a lot of times that may not be the best case and I know I'm doing a lot of blanket statements here today but I'm really thinking from that blanket statement perspective because there are people that see it that way. They do see that oh moms are moms. At the end of the day they deserve whatever it is that they're asking for. So in a long-winded short way of saying the reason I started this podcast was because I really wanted to create an outlet for those people. And so here we are on our first episode and obviously I've never done a podcast before this is my first time doing something like this so let's see if there are people who share similar thoughts to this um and those who don't and i would love to bring on people with all types of perspectives i'm open to it all but really we're here to talk about the raw and the nitty-gritty and those baby mamas that love to call the wonderful dads deadbeat baby daddies because they are not deadbeats they're deadbeats in your book because you want them to be because they don't want to support or provide to your lifestyle despite doing it for the child and that's what I'm here to call out I'm here to call out those baby mamas because there's plenty of you and you get away with a lot of shit that you shouldn't be getting away with so let me rewind and give a little backstory as to why we're here a couple years ago my stepson was withheld by his mother she entered into this relationship and she kept the child away for her own benefit and malicious reasons and so thinking about 
how painful that time was and the detriment caused to the entire family i just don't seem to understand why parents do those things and so those are the kinds of topics i would like to really talk about because i feel like they are overlooked or they're brushed under the rug and folks don't want to talk about the moms that do this and i'm not saying that all moms do this again i know that i mentioned a lot of blanket statements early on but i'm not trying to say that all moms do this but there are a lot and it's more moms than dads that will behave this way and so really talking about it and thinking about it i think it's unfair to the child that's going through all of this to have to have a parent like that because how can you be a parent and be quote unquote selfless on facebook or on instagram or on whatever social platform you want the world to look at you from but in reality you're not selfless you're extremely selfish it's about money it's about one-upping the other person it's about hurtful behaviors it's about detrimental behavior towards the kid it's using children as a pawn alienating them the full nine yards and so when i sat down and began to really blog about these things it wasn't the right outlet for me i really felt like i needed to talk to someone about it and so i didn't want to go around knocking on people's doors especially my friends who have their own lives and stuff going on and constantly talking about these feelings that i had and then i began to think there have to be groups out there on Facebook for stepmoms. So, of course, naturally, I went and did some research and I began to join these groups. And once I joined these groups, I started to come across these women that are stepmothers and they share the similar situations, scenarios, painful things they've gone through, and it's sort of become this advocacy group. And so, finally felt like I had an outlet where my voice could be heard. And although it's in these private little groups, you still have people being malicious in the groups. There are women that will join, that will find who you're dating or married to, look up their profile and go to the baby mama's page, and then message her screenshots or explaining that this person's out here talking about you in xyz way or in this light when it's supposed to be a private support group where us women should be able to speak to one another about these things so i started to feel a little bit frustrated at the fact that okay so now i found this group but i don't really feel like i can still be hurt so i started challenging myself a little bit further and i came up with the idea of this podcast. I said, well, you know what? If I want to really be heard, I need to put it out there for the world to hear. I don't want to hold back and be shy behind closed doors or in these walls of these groups. And then with that fear in the back of my mind that someone's going to go air out my drama. If I'm the one who's airing it out to get it off my chest, there's no one to blame but me. So come knock on my door. <laughs> So going back to parenting though, um, talking about when my stepson was withheld and what has started this domino effect of retaliation where the child has been used as a pawn. 
So I'm going to go back in time a little bit and talk about that story. This happened a couple years ago. My fiance and I and our son, which is my stepson's half-brother, were getting ready to go on a vacation um, that we had planned for the entire family. It was actually supposed to be our first family vacation, which had been cleared between both parents and things had been discussed, itineraries had been made, and everything had been laid out. However, despite all of those necessary steps taking place, roughly a few days before the trip, we received a text message stating that this child was not coming with us on vacation and that there was nothing we could do about it. And so, as any parent can imagine, the nightmare began. We dealt with awful, awful things being said to us. You guys can just imagine how horrible it must have been. There were things that were said that should never have been said. Money was brought into the picture. And truly, if you just think about it, without me having to say anything at all, the child was being pawned for a mother's selfish reasons. And it didn't matter that the child was being hurt. It didn't matter that the half-brother was being hurt. It didn't matter that any of the children were being affected. Then it did not matter that any of the adults were being affected. It was purely about that one individual. And so breaks my heart when you think of parenting and you think of parents and there are wonderful parents out there and then you have these awful parents that will sit there and use their child for their own sick games and we obviously did not give in to those games which i am thankful for today because it strengthened our family further and it strengthened our relationship with my stepson because we fought we went head in first despite it being as painful as it was and fought for that child and and the hard part about that is even though you're doing the right thing and even though you know from a parenting standpoint you're fighting the long and hard fight and you feel like yes as a parent this is right this is what i need to do you're missing out on moments with that child parenting moments and this is another area that mothers don't notice the detrimental effect that they're placing on children. They will allow these children to be raised by whomever, not realizing this child has an active relationship with the other parent and that this other parent needs to be in the child's life, that that parent's impact is just as great as the other parent's. None of that comes into play. And so it's sad when I'm sitting on the other side of things as a stepmom and I see it but I can't do anything about it. I can't voice an opinion whether I want to or not because even though my fiance will hear it, the baby mama will not. To her, how could this other woman speak up? How could she have any say about a child that's mine? Well, at this point, the child is everyone's child because we're all helping raise him. And it's disgusting when you create that rift between a child who has an active relationship with a step-parent and a parent and you forcibly create that rift. That child doesn't deserve that. That child needs an active parent who is going to look out for their best interest, look out for the best interest of the family, of that shaping that child's future, all of which from time to time and slowly diminishes when you're a selfish parent. The child does start to notice too. And so it may take time and it may be painful, but what I'm trying to say as a step-parent is if you find yourself in a situation where a mom or a bitter baby mama or whatever it is is withholding your child, go to court. Fight the long, hard fight because it's worth it in the end, even if you lose, to be able to show that child one day down the line when they're old enough to understand that you did fight for them. 
and that's something i feel like people don't think about a lot of times dads will just throw in the towel and feel like well you know what i can't win against a mom i just can't well i'll tell you this much there are dads who have and we wouldn't have had an active relationship with my stepson if his dad didn't fight if his dad had thrown in the towel which he did not and so we pursued an attorney and yes that is something you have to do through the means of money is what people think well no that's not always there are free advocacy groups there are free attorneys there are resources it's just a matter of how you're going to go into this battle are you going to go into it and actually fight with all the resources at hand are you going to do the research are you going to go into it looking for those things or are you going to go into it expecting someone to hand it to you because if you're going into it expecting someone to hand it to you no one's gonna do that you're gonna have to do the contacting the finding and i will happily put up resources on the podcast instagram page um for any of those parents that are fighting for their children or finding themselves um in an active battle or near one those resources are always handy now my resources are for specific states so please do your own research and do your own due diligence when it comes to looking into your state's laws but from what i can provide i'm happy to now trans Transitioning into the fighting court, we did have to get a shark, which was great. It was wonderful to have a good lawyer under our belt, and he he came prepared. I mean, he went up against a very, very awful judge, which is another story for another episode. But um, yeah, he went up against a judge who favors mothers primarily and fought for active father's rights, and that is something he does, and so he has a lot of experience in that realm. Um, and he went in and he got my favorite his parenting time back and he got our stepson home after not having seen him for three months and going through an absolute nightmare we had all been reunited and it was on dad's birthday so that was actually very heartwarming but it should have never happened in the first place and it was a sad day when we were all reunited because you could see it in the child's face that there was stress anguish confusion as to why this child hadn't seen his other parent in months um and then the apologies began from the child which should have never happened and it showed the clear bad parenting from the other side that had transpired into the child feeling that this was their fault and so those are the types of things i still try to wrap my head around and as a parent today and a step parent i have a really hard time understanding how women can be so conniving and just malicious and wanting to hurt the father along the way to aid their own benefit and I don't get that because I'm a mother too and everyone has their falling out and if my child's father and I had a falling out I can say with full assurity that never never in my dreams would I go after him in those ways or use my child as a pawn to get something from him maybe that is a personality trait maybe it's a womanly thing maybe it's an education thing that's another thing that I feel like I will talk about in another episode is the level of education and how education is super important and it shapes the individual you are and so it shapes the parent you become and I have a master's degree and I work a full-time career and as a parent and a full-time working mom I think that shapes the way I see my counterpart and the respect that we have in our home for one another and the way that we raise our family and our children and so I think those definitely play a major part in a lot 
lot of what has taken place because, I mean, people that come from broken homes have the ability to either create a solid foundation for their child or they repeat the cycle. And unfortunately, in our case, we're watching a cycle repeat itself because someone's coming from a broken home creating a further broken home for their child. And knowing that dad has the stable income and the stable home and the happy siblings and that the child would be better off and better suited in a healthy, stable environment, the mom plays the selfish card and causes that detriment to the child's life and to their future. And so parenting is not about just being there or having that label of mom or dad, especially not just the label of mom, because there's a lot that goes into being an active parent. You stop thinking about you and you start thinking about this child you've created and brought into this world. And that should be the only thing you think of in terms of, are they happy? Are they healthy? Are they emotionally supported? Are they physically supported? Are they psychologically supported? Is their mental health okay? And that doesn't start when they're a teenager or a preteen. It starts as early as one, two, three. That's why there's early childhood psychology because these children have their own feelings, their own emotions. They develop at their own pace. And so who are we to sit here and tell them how they should or should not feel what they should or should not feel towards another parent? So it just kind of drives me bonkers because then not only are you affecting this child's relationship with their direct parent, but you're also affecting any relationship they're creating with their step-parent. And that to me is hurtful because a lot of times step-parents get a really bad rep, but that's not the case. Being a step-parent is the hardest job you can ever have because it doesn't matter what you want to do, you're in it. You can nacho and you can, for those who don't know the term nacho, it's a common step-parenting term, nacho kid, nacho problem. But really, you can nacho all you want, but you're still involved. You still hear everything. You're still on the other end of your significant other's emotions and feelings when those phone calls end or those visits end or that argument takes place or a child's with help or whatever it is. You're on the receiving end of that. And so sometimes you feel like a punching bag because all these blows are coming your way and there's nothing you can do to defend yourself really. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. You have to accept what's being said about you despite how you feel and be a parent. And so a lot of times when you have to set all of those emotions and feelings aside and just be a parent to a child and then that active relationship with that child is destroyed, that is painful. And that is one of those qualities when it comes to a parent that I consider the worst quality because you're taking good influences from your child and you're poisoning them and you're ruining what they believe and who they should put their faith and trust into and so now you're breaking your child a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense to me, which is why I'm here doing this podcast, trying to make sense of it all for myself. So now I know I've done a lot of backstory on why I started the podcast and whatnot, but let's really dive into parenting time. So there are different types of parenting time. There is parenting time where parents split their time 50-50 with the kids. Then there is parenting time where dads get the weekends and moms get the kids during the week. And then there's those where parents don't live in the same state. So children will split their time between parents throughout the year, either 50-50 or they do it um, during breaks. 
summer break, spring break, winter break, and whatever else, holidays and such. And so parenting time is unique to each relationship. And so when you think about it, what might fit for one relationship might not fit for another. And it all depends on each person's circumstances. And so in our case, for example, we had 50-50 prior to court and then 50-50 post-court. And it works wonderfully. I mean, I believe the child needs to have that active relationship with both parents and they need that 50-50 if you can provide it. You absolutely should go for it. But the court systems sometimes don't seem to feel that way. And so if you notice, a lot of times dads get that short end of the stick and don't end up with the parenting time they want unless they are bringing a lawyer that's ready to fight for them and really putting in that time, energy, effort, and money to get that parenting time that they want. Outside of that, you'll see dads getting Friday, Saturday, some of Sunday, or a Saturday and a Sunday, or a middle of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, or whatever it is, or even supervised visiting time when they're a perfectly fine father and they don't need to be supervised for any reason and it's just a bitter baby mama trying to create that animosity in their relationship because she wants to control everything. And so I think that parenting time can be challenged from a dad's standpoint. I think dads will just allow the mom to dictate a lot of things and I don't think they should. I think you guys should stand up and you should say, no, this is my child. This child came out of me. I mean, we laid down together, you spread your legs, and I made a child by giving it to you. So explain to me how that child's not mine. How is there no 50-50? Just because you carried the child and brought them into the world doesn't mean that the dad doesn't have 50-50 right and so a lot of times I think dads need to get off their asses and really fight for what's right and fight for your kid and if you want that parenting time and you want to be that active parent in that child's life and you want to create that impactful relationship and you want them to know who you are and that you're there for them just as much as mom says she is then get up and go fight for your kid fight for 50 50 because it's possible and it can be done sure it takes those resources but again it's about how much of that fight are you willing to put in there's that piece of it and then now to target the moms that do this y'all are disgusting you don't get to keep a child or create these situations where it's supervised visitation because i need control or i need to know what's going on in my child's life so you can't have the kid as much as i do or i have a significant other who can possibly raise this child better than their parent can all of that's disgusting and there are so many of you moms that love to play this new boyfriend let's play house game again nasty y'all nasty you need to calm the fuck down and you need to let the child see the other parent because no matter what you do no matter what you say there's nobody that can be that child's mom or dad like their mom or dad unless you're a complete shit parent like you're a drug addict meth head who comes in and out of your kid's life no no we're not talking about you guys we're talking about those that are actively good parents but they're being labeled the deadbeat daddies of the world stop it for those baby mamas they need to stop it put a pin in it just stop there's no reason for it you're not getting anything out of it and they're not getting back together with you i think a lot of times women will do these things because their relationship ended poorly it's where that bitter factor comes into play your life couldn't be better than mine because you broke up with me or we broke up or i broke up with you but it can't be better it just can't it shouldn't be better my life was supposed to prosper even though i left you and then you take it out by using the kid you alienate them and you create all of this drama none of that's necessary because at the end of the day you're hurting 
the child. And so many dads in these groups that I'm part of that are for fathers as well will sit there and for the lack of a better word, they're crying on Facebook about what they're going through with these women. And it's disgusting that these women are putting them through this when they just want to be a good parent. I hope that if you're listening to this and you know deep down you're a bitter BM, that you can take a step back. And you can maybe mend one area of that relationship with your child's father. Because at the end of the day, think about the kid. Stop thinking about you. Stop thinking about him. Think about the kid. And as a mom and as a stepmom, I can tell you right now, there have been so many times I've had to put my kids before me or before my significant other and in no way, shape, or form has it ever made me feel any less kind of way. If anything, I would happily give them the last of everything I have even if it meant taking the clothes off my own back because I love my kids and that's how pure, true love should be. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I know we got a little intense on the first episode but i hope that you guys are able to take away some good feedback from this i hope it was able to help at least one person out there please follow us on instagram come check me out send us messages i'm happy to bring resources anything i can to help my uh fellow listeners so thank you so much again and catch me back here next week all right